Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Pastor Michael Hoggard continues his examination of Jesus Christ, DNA, and the Holy Bible. As you and your family prepare for Christmas, remember to check out all of the Bible-based and Christ-centered gifts that are available on our website, swrc.com. With over 1,000 items, you can do your Christmas shopping and, at the same time, support Watchmen on the Wall. We have gifts from Israel, Christmas-themed movies, and a huge selection of books and DVDs. We also have gift subscriptions available for the Prophecy in the News magazine, swrc.com. Shop for friends and family and support the ministry and outreach of Watchmen on the Wall, swrc.com. Or simply call 1-800-652-1144. Michael Hoggard returns now, continuing to explore the amazing connection between Jesus, our DNA, and the Bible. On the program with me is Pastor Michael Hoggard. Pastor Mike is the senior pastor of Bethel Church in Festus, Missouri. He is well known for his video teaching messages. And he's a longtime friend of this ministry, one of my all-time favorite Bible teachers. And he's got a new DVD titled, Jesus Christ, DNA, and the Holy Bible. Pastor Mike, welcome back once again to the Watchman on the Wall. Good to be with you again today. And, and today is the day we're going to reveal the secret, the great big secret. Well, last time we did speak about the mother of all secrets, and you were talking about how you began to study secret societies, specifically Freemasons, to learn about the secret. As you research this, you described seeing a billboard in Michigan for the Michigan Freemasons. Now, what did that billboard say? It was so funny because I was teaching on that very subject, and Masons are trying to reinvent themselves. They've been losing members because, you know, the older generation that really enjoyed joining the Masonic Lodge, they're all dying off. So they're trying to get a younger group of, of men in to join this fraternal organization. And there's a lot of men who are not in church, who are looking for something to belong to that, you know, makes them feel like they're doing something important for the community, or it makes them feel like that they have a brotherhood that they can belong to and things like that. And so basically the billboard said, share the secret. And I just laughed. I had the guy that was driving me stop, and I took a picture of it, and it's in the video. But I said, okay, if they're, if they're telling me that I can tell the secret, I'm going to go and I'm going to tell the secret. And so the secret, as we were talking about yesterday, I had to build up some knowledge in me. I had to learn, number one, that our body really was the temple of God. It really was. And in the structure of it, the cells of our body, they're all pictures of the wilderness tabernacle, including the book of the law that Moses put in the Ark of the Covenant. That's our DNA that's stored inside of the nucleus of our cells. The nucleus of our cells is the most holy place of the wilderness tabernacle. And all these things are just, they're just so fascinating to me. And then as God began to increase my knowledge on the fact that our body was the temple, I remember visiting the House of the Temple Lodge in Washington, D.C. It's like the top dog 
Freemasonic Lodge in America, all the most important Freemasons and, of course, politicians, people who have power in this country, are probably members of that lodge. And they get together and they talk about things that you and I are never supposed to talk about. The interesting thing is, is that you can do a tour through that whole building. They'll show you everything they've got in there. And it's because they know that the secret behind Freemasonry is always veiled in symbols like the square and the compass and the, the circle with the dot in it. You'll have the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn. Those also are Masonic emblems. And if you don't understand why, then you'll never understand what they mean. So I did this tour of this Masonic Grand Temple, and I noticed a lot of things about it. But inside the door of the temple, it says, Masonry builds its temples in the hearts of men in all nations. Mm. And so Masonry is about rebuilding Solomon's temple, the temple of God. Now, one of the things that we know about God's temple is that he will dwell in a temple as long as that temple was not made with hands. The Bible's very clear on this. Some Baptist churches call themselves like First Baptist Temple or, you know, Faith Baptist Temple or something like that. But they're really not temples themselves because they were built by the hands of men. When God is in that church, it's because he is in dwelling in the heart and the body of those believers who attend that church. And so the only true temple of God is the one that God built himself without the hands of man. And part of the explanation of the secret of Freemasonry has a lot to do with things that we're hearing now about transhumanism, Mm -hmm. you know, humans 2.0, the fact now that they're learning how, since we've learned how to read DNA like a book, like Psalm 139.16 says, now they're learning how to rewrite DNA, and because of the recent discovery of what's called the CRISPR method and Cas9, and I don't want to get into explaining all that here, but CRISPR method is a very, very cheap and easy way to rewrite an organism's DNA. In fact, teenagers can buy kits now sent to them by companies that in their basement or in their room with their rock and roll posters on the wall, they can experiment with altering the DNA of simple-celled organisms, okay? This is a world that we never imagined would come to. But we are literally on the verge in this world of having the ability to change every living organism and creature on planet Earth to whatever we want to change it into, including human beings. Now, God is the one who who wrote the DNA for 
every living organism, including mankind. And if you know the rules, God said he made cattle after their kind, and he made fish after their kind, and birds and fowls of the air after their kind. And what he meant by that was something that we've known for years, that some creatures are not able to mate with other creatures because it just won't work. They're not of that kind. Well, now comes CRISPR and Cas9. CRISPR now says that we can take a monkey, and a, a monkey and a human are not able to mate and produce an offspring. But we can take CRISPR, and we can add to that monkey human DNA and actually grow a human brain in a chimpanzee. I imagine it's being done somewhere. I guarantee you it's being done somewhere. So that's going to be part of what Freemasonry is all about. But it goes beyond that. When I started studying Bible prophecy, I decided to throw everything out that I thought that I knew, including a lot of the teachings about Daniel's four kingdoms. I had always heard that the fourth kingdom that Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream was a what they called a revived Roman Empire. Now, I'm not trying to upset everybody's apple cart, but I'd like to offer an alternate explanation of that by means of the study of the number four. The number four in the Bible always points you to several things. Number one, it points you to the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Right. If it points you to the real gospel, then it's going to point you to a false gospel. What did Paul say to look for? Though we, or an angel from heaven, bring you any other gospel, let him be accursed. Mm -hmm. Well, we've already had pictures of that. Joseph Smith had an angel from heaven bring him another gospel. Ellen White had an angel from heaven show her that Christ nailed all the laws to, to his cross with the exception of the fourth commandment. And that is, you have to go to church on Saturday, which is work salvation. It's a false gospel. Right. And I associated the fourth kingdom with what Paul said in Ephesians 6, the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places. So I personally believe, and I think I can prove it, that the fourth kingdom that comes to this earth is not a kingdom of men, and it's not a kingdom of powerful politicians. It's a kingdom of devils and evil gods that will rule this earth. Part of that is going to be the whole alien thing. Part of that is going to be people's fascination with Satanism, people's fascination with ghosts and what we call familiar spirits. They call them, you know, the spirits of dead people who are there to help us get to the next afterlife or get to the next level or whatever. And here's what it is, Brother James. The only English Bible who says it like this is our King James Bible. And if you read Daniel chapter 2, Daniel said, God has shown me the secret. And the secret is that fourth kingdom, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Now, it's only been in the last 60 years that we've been able to figure out that seed is DNA. Right. 
And it literally tells you in the King James Bible that somebody, some group, some entity is going to mix themselves into the seed or the DNA of mankind, thus altering mankind's DNA forever, which in that case, mankind is no longer a temple built by God. He is a temple that has been rebuilt by some other hand instead of God. And at that point, I believe that that points directly to the mark of the beast because we know that those who receive the mark of the beast have zero chance of going to heaven. They're going to the lake of fire. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And to me, if God cannot dwell in that temple, they have thus defiled that temple, and that temple then must be destroyed, and I believe that it will be. Well, Pastor Mike, ever since you taught me the secret, now I can't help but see it everywhere in advertising, in magazines, television, and movies. Now, in the video, you show a picture of the Masonic symbol, the square and the compass, and then you explain the meaning of that symbol. Albert Pike says this. I'll hint it, but I won't tell it. Right. Albert Pike said that the, the square, which is the part that points down, he said that represents the feminine principle or the earth. He said the compass, which points upward, represents the male principle. And he's kind of being, you know, lascivious in this. But he's saying that represents the male principle or the heavens. The two pillars in the Masonic Temple, Jachin and Boaz, these were the pillars in Solomon's Temple. And I go through and show you how Solomon's pillars are basically the ones that are the components of man's DNA. They're both 23 cubits tall, 46 cubits, you know, together. And there's 46 chromosomes in the human genome. But in one pillar, there is a globe of the Earth. On top of the other pillar, there's a globe of the stars of heaven. And the Bible tells us that the stars of heaven are angels. There's good ones, and there's bad ones. And we know that a third of the angelic realm are on the side of the devil. They're at war with God. Michael fights him and those devils and Satan, kicks them out to the earth. I believe then, Brother James, that when they fall to this earth, they then become the lords, the gods, the masters of this earth. Right. And then we go back to Genesis 3, where Satan promised that if man would eat of the fruit that God specifically forbids him to eat from, then they shall, mankind shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And to me, that is the, those, all of that ties together with that symbolism. So in every, and I could take you through morals and dogma, all 800 pages, and I could show you every Masonic symbol, their handshakes, the way they sit and cross their legs when they pose for photos, 
all of the seating, the arrangements, everything in the Masonic Temple. I could show you every bit of it and show you how it fits into that one premise is that these angelic beings are going to come down just like they did in Genesis 6 and mingle themselves once again into the DNA of mankind, causing mankind himself to be a beast, just like Nebuchadnezzar was for seven years. He had a beast heart given to him and have their DNA permanently altered. So the secret, basically, is the sons of God corrupting the DNA of humans just like they did back in Genesis 6. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. They want to change our DNA. It's transhumanism, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I think that the end run is they're building an army. They're building an army, a showdown, to meet at the uh, Valley of Megiddo, the Battle of Armageddon, because Satan needs warriors. He needs gods to fight other gods. He, he's been cast out of heaven. He didn't win that war. So I believe he thinks that if he can change and alter human beings to where they have godlike powers, I mean, and then what are we talking about now? We're talking about changing human beings, giving them technology inside their bodies that will literally make them like gods, giving them genetics that will enhance their bodies and give them super strength. I and mean, we're talking about comic book stuff right. that I read all my life, but this stuff right now, the scientists are dead. You know, we have Elon Musk telling us we can't beat AI. AI is... So intelligent now, it can beat us at every war game, which is what Revelation 13 said about the beast. Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with them? So we have AI beating us at every war game we've ever come up with. And Elon Musk saying, since we can't beat AI, they're going to kill us unless we join with them. So he's building this neural net that will go on our brains, that will put us in contact with an artificial intelligent God so that we will be just, we will have the knowledge and the superiority of that AI God that they're building right now. It is a scary world that we're living in, but to me it's exciting because we're getting to see these things. We're getting to see our Bible come back to life again. I think there's going to be a Bible revival amongst those who are seriously looking for Christ's coming. The complete two-day presentation by Michael Hoggard on Jesus, DNA, and the Bible is available on CD. Call 1-800-652-1144 and order your copy today. 1-800-652-1144. You can get Michael Hogger's complete teaching in the DVD set entitled Jesus Christ, DNA, in the Holy Bible. Pastor Mike Hoggard presents over 15 hours of Bible teaching on the amazing connection between the Holy Bible and our DNA. Order Jesus Christ, DNA, in the Holy Bible when you call 1-800-652-1144. 
That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order this outstanding DVD set online, swrc.com. December is Gleanings Month here at Southwest Radio Ministries. Our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, is here now to share his thoughts on this special time of the year. At this time of the year, we normally have a Gleanings offering. The idea of a gleaning is first found in Leviticus 19, verse 9. When the wheat and barley fields were ready to be harvested, some of the grain was allowed to fall to the ground so that the poor could gather what they needed. Old Covenant law required that the corners of the fields were not to be harvested. The purpose of the law was to leave something for those who had special needs. Now, friends, I've never asked for funds for ministry by seeking to manipulate people through guilt, sob stories, or making false promises. Giving is a matter between the individual and the Lord. Attempts at manipulation have a way of blocking out the leading of the Holy Spirit and are therefore self-defeating. All I request of you is to pray and let the Lord lead in your decision about the gleanings offering. I believe that Southwest Radio Church is under good leadership. The Lord has positioned us for an effective ministry until the Lord comes for His church. You know, something that could happen at any moment. Nothing more needs to be fulfilled. We're not to be waiting for the revived Roman Empire, more religious apostasy, an increase in persecution, or whatever. We are not waiting for anything but for the Lord. Titus 2.13 says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Notice, it is a blessed hope, not a blasted hope. Would you make your gleanings offering a matter of prayer? I'm not asking for a specific amount, but simply that you would seek the Lord's leadership in your offering to our ministry. It certainly has been a difficult year for everyone. There have been various outbreaks of covid Russia is embroiled in a war in Ukraine, and President Putin and some of his generals have threatened to use tactical nuclear weapons. Moreover, Communist China is militarizing some islands in the South China Sea, and Kim Jong-un has been testing his intercontinental missiles. It sounds like the inmates are running the asylum. Yes, there are bad things happening, but let's not forget the good, lots of good things as well. I believe we're making a difference. God's people are impacting our culture. I'm hearing more and more Christian voices from congressmen and women in government who are saying the right things. You know, last year when President Biden's vaccine mandate was implemented, many people were outraged. I was one of those. So in a blaze of righteous indignation, I wrote a book of about 100 pages in one week. Yes, in one week. The title of the book... Needless Death, COVID Corruption Control. So, what are we seeing today? Well, we're seeing a pushback. An Ohio court ruled that the Air Force wrongly dismissed religious exemption requests from unvaxxed airmen. Now, I don't want our listeners to ever conclude that we are fighting a losing battle. We can make a difference, and we are making a difference as we pray and as we work together. I receive emails and testimonies from listeners who relay their gratitude to Southwest Radio Church for our programs and how we are making a difference in their lives. I never thought that my little book, Needless Death, written in one week, would have such an impact. 
So I do want to thank those of you who have been helping our ministry. We are not only staying on the air, but we are increasing our outreach, getting on new stations, and being heard on new platforms. Once again, I'm simply asking you to pray to ask the Lord about your part in our Gleanings offering. Our toll-free number is 1-800-652-1144. We'd love to hear from you. Any gift, small or large, whatever the Lord leads you to give would be a blessing. A little as much when the Lord is in it. As I read the scriptures, I see that we can partner with God in his work. We are co-laborers with God. In fact, Paul wrote, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. The raising of Lazarus was a miracle of God. Jesus was warned, if Lazarus were to come out of the sepulcher, that there would be a problem. Behold, he stinketh. God's mighty power raised Lazarus. Jesus waited. Jesus delayed before coming. And the two sisters were angry at Jesus. Lord, if you had been here, our brother would never have died. But Jesus delayed. Was he uncaring? No. Was he indifferent to the sadness of the sisters? No. Jesus delayed because he wanted to make sure that everyone would know that Lazarus was dead. The raising of Lazarus was an indisputable miracle. A dead man had been raised. Isn't that wonderful? I love that chapter, John chapter 11. But now, here's what I want you to notice. Lazarus was raised, but he was still inside the sepulcher. The scripture says in John 11:38, Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. You know what happened. Out came Lazarus. A wonderful miracle was evident, but man's work was not yet done. In John 11:44 we read, And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about with a napkin. So out he comes, Lazarus wrapped up like a mummy with strips of cloth wound around his body. Can you imagine old Lazarus walking down the streets of Bethany looking like that? You see, the miracle was not yet to be manifest, so Jesus said, loose him and let him go. Now the miracle was ready to be manifest. Man had done his part. The stone was removed. The body was unwrapped. You see, that tells me that you and I and every born-again child of God, we can be co-workers with God. God gives us the opportunity to take part in his work and to give him the honor and glory that is his due. One of the most delightful experiences that anybody can ever have is to know that he or she is a co-worker with God. Would you help us at this time of the year? And if the Lord impresses you to help us in a very definite way with this gleanings offering, we rejoice. We pray for you. You keep on praying for us that we would hold the course, that we would stay the course and tell the truth as it is in Jesus Christ. Our featured resource today is the DVD set, Jesus Christ, DNA, and the Holy Bible. Pastor Michael Hoggard presents over 15 hours of Bible teaching on the amazing connection between the Holy Bible and our DNA. Order Jesus Christ, DNA, and the Holy Bible when you call 1-800-652-1144. 
That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. Is it possible that behind what is happening to America and the world lies a mystery hidden in the inscriptions of ancient Mesopotamia? Tomorrow, Jonathan Kahn will begin to answer that question. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.